Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Weird World Podcast. Wait, I'm going to start that over again. Why? <laughs> Welcome, girls and boys Ooh. and everything in between. Wow. Okay. To the Weird World. God damn it. <laughs> Weird World <laughs> Podcast. I'm Dean. I'm Emma. I'm Carrie. I'm Aaron. Carrie, the matriarch of the family, is going to bring us. <laughs> is that what I am? Yes, that's what you are. Technically. Yeah. This actually, she's going to tell a story, but the story is going to illustrate one of the most controversial psychological issues in the world. That issue, Carrie, is? <laughs> in the entire world? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Probably one. It's all high on the list, I think. It's pretty high on the list of like, hmm, we're not sure what's really going on there. I also think it's a very North American phenomenon. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. The phenomenon we're talking about is, of course, multiple personality you disorder. actually correct, Carrie. I read something recently. On <laughs> Thank you, Erin. <laughs> I feel so validated. Mm-hmm. The Canadians and the Americans love it. And the Mexicans in yeah. Europe, not so much. In China, they do not fuck with it. No, I, really? do, I read something I no oh, I that, that um, well, this pertains to like schizophrenics and people that have hallucinations where in the west their hallucinations are often like angry and like violent and annoying while in the east they're often helpful and say good things to the person so casper the friendly ghost was an eastern import it's maybe possibly that doesn't surprise me yeah at all me at all when i read that you know it is is. in europe the dragons are are mean and evil and kill Mm -hmm. people in china the dragons are good yeah Yeah. because they're your ancestors and they help you yeah we should maybe get some more eastern ways of thinking that's not (laughs) (laughs) then we'll wind up eating panda liver and it's not good that's fine if it it's not helps them be a little bit Really, nice. you're going to wipe out the last few pandas because it makes you a little more sane. No, I don't think that's what she was. I'm talking rent for pandas. They eat pandas. Just get over they the panda over shit. There. They don't eat pandas Rhino there. Horn. They eat shark fins. They eat shark fins. Not that's bad. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, I think nice. they love their pandas. Yeah. They like their pandas. They do. I'll guarantee you there's some panda-based Eastern <laughs> bullshit. You'll guarantee medicine. it. What, what do I get if if there isn't a billion? There probably is a medicine out there that calls for panda tooth. We're going to delete, delete all this, by the way. It sounds so, super... Very off topic. So, Terry, why don't you start okay. telling the story. Has everybody heard about the movie called The Three Faces of Eve? I bet they have. Um, I, so. I think I have. Sounds familiar. Yes. Is it black? Yes. Is it old black and white? I think it is black and white. I, I believe I have. It I is old. If, then I haven't it seen might, it, but I, I think it's it. the one. It might be I, the one I used to be quite into film. Oh my god! Wait, you know uh, Emma's what year was it? Emma is when all films were released. Go, it's old and black and white. Now you're gonna do better than that. Go. 1953. Yeah, she's working her way through. No, don't do that. You can't give her hints. That's no. That's my guess. That's my guess. Okay, what's your guess? 1948. I'm saying 1957. Oh, that was gonna be my other guess. 57. Hey, you must have known. That was gonna be my second guess. I swear I did not know that. I knew it was in the 50s. Yes, it was, it was either early or late 50s. I couldn't tell. Yeah, either early or late 50s, sure. Sure, <laughs> it was 60s sure. or it was 70s. It was either. It was somewhere around when time it's existed. Either sunny or it's raining. Anyhow, okay. Three Faces of Eve, 1957 film, was based on the life of a woman. Ironically, her name was not Eve. Hmm. Her name was Christine Kosner. Baranski. Costner hyphen Sizemore. Oh, she was, she was an early top. adopter of. Uh, so she had four names: Christine Coster hyphen Sizemore. That's a lot of names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, what was it? Christine what? Well, Costner hey. Sizemore. Cost- we'll find out why. 
Can they watch just so many names? Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> so in the movie, Eve, we'll call her Eve when we're talking about the movie, had three different personalities. And Wait. Yes. Is this supposed, was this like a documentary or was this like yeah. a fiction? No, it was a movie. A f- drama. But it was based on a real person. A real woman named, named Christine, Christine Costner. Got it. Sure. So anyway, Christine lived in Georgia, and about Eve. Is this Eve or Christine? When She's I say like Christine, Christine <laughs> I'm talking about the real woman. Oh, got it. When I'm talking about the movie, I'll call her Eve. Got That's it. the real. Okay. <laughs> so Eve was a Southern housewife, mm-hmm. and her three personalities were Eve White, who was the mousy Southern housewife, Eve Black, Ooh. who was a brazen, hot-tempered flirt. And then the third face of Eve was just Jane. (laughs) (laughs) Just a normal, attractive young lady. Oh, were none of them like... Ugly and mean. No, but like um, Jodie Foster in that movie where she... No? No, No. it took place in the South and she's like kind of special. No. 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 No, is that what you said? Yeah. Yes, that's what I said. No, yeah. (laughs) That would be a, that would be a pretty cool fourth personality. Nell. No. Can we just assume? Can we just pretend she, she didn't did? have a Nell? She just had the two: Eve White, Eve Black, never, and Jane. Never. Why didn't? Disappointing. Why, but, hmm. why did Jane get a name? Uh, don't well because they all everybody has a name. You know what I mean? Like maybe why it's was more it developed? Eve White, Eve Black, and then Jane. Like yeah, maybe it's been Eve around Brown, longer. Eve mm. Gold. Well, because We're poking holes in this story. Because already. this was Hollywood. Oh. Not Christine's real life, I mean, that's for the most part. Mm-hmm. Oh. There had to be a happy ending. Yeah. And so in the end of the movie, Jane takes control of all of the personalities. And, you know, they, they get integrated, which is, I guess, what the goal is of therapy for somebody with multiple personality disorder. And then she lived, you know, she's able to get married and live happily ever after. Good for her. The end. Yes. And Joanne Woodward got an Academy Award out of it. Who? Joanne Woodward. Paul Newman's wife. Cool. I'm going to look her up. I'm a big fan. I like Joanne Woodward. And then what role did Joanne Woodward go on to play, Dean? Do you know? Um, Related to this very topic? Related to this? Uh Uh-huh. Sybil's mom. Sybil's therapist. Ah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, she. She's like, I've been around this block a few times. <laughs> That's a, an uncanny Joanne Woodward imitation, uh, yes. by the way. Thank you. Well, in reality, Christine Sizemore didn't only have three personalities; she had uh, twenty-two personalities. Oh, God, Lord. Lordy, Lordy. Jane wasn't number three. Jane was number twelve. Wow. How do you number that exactly? I don't know. They, um, it somehow works in order. They brain. appeared. No, Pro- I mean, probably. who's numbering it? Is it the person in probably knows the person has a number, or is it the therapist who wants to organize Yeah, who it? knows? I don't know. Probably the person. But Christine's, her personalities were basically strangers in her body, so I guess that means they didn't know each other. Her alter egos, they had exotic names and weird habits, and they ranged in age from 21 to 58, which is kind of interesting because... In doing research for this very topic, you I discovered you have a multiple personality. Yeah, no, I came across other people, and and we know Sybil. You know, some of her alternate personalities were little 
very young children. Yes. There's a documentary called, I think, The Woman with 15 Personalities or something like that, where she, one of hers may even be a baby, oh, like a three-year-old and, you know, very young. Wow. This because, really yeah. Yeah. Because, well, no, because the theory is people form multiple personalities in response to severe childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. So your personality supposedly splits in quotes, not because it doesn't really, but at whatever age your trauma takes place in order to protect yourself, your own psyche from that trauma. So if you're three and you're severely abused as a child, then you might form another personality to withstand the abuse so you don't have to. Is the as, a three-year-old. as a three-year-old. As a three-year-old. Yes. Yeah. And then I guess your personalities never age. They don't age with you, it seems like. Yeah. To me, because mm-hmm. it seems like your personalities you stay always stay yes. the same age. So anyhow, Christine's personalities, some didn't, it sounded like they were transitory. Some lasted for years and some only lasted for a few weeks. And they caused her a lot of hardship in her life. Yeah. And they made her do some nasty things. She robbed a bank. She committed murders. <laughs> not her fault. No, not quite. But she did uh, attempt suicide four times. Daniel. Now your yes. joke sounds yeah, pretty uh, insensitive. Terrible. <laughs> yeah, we do need to be a little bit careful in this episode. So Christine went into therapy in the early 50s, or maybe the mid-50s even. Or even the late, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do know because the movie was made in 1957. Yeah. <laughs> so her therapist is the one that decided... She had multiple personality disorder, obviously, and decided to sell her story mm. to... The therapist? The therapist. Wow, that's big violation of HIPAA, I'm pretty well, sure. Well, he got her consent, <laughs> but they wrote a book. She had two therapists. They wrote a book, and I think immediately after it was published, they sold the rights to... Uh, let me. Was it 20th Century Fox? MGM. No... And Miramax, (laughs) but it was terrible because, um, yeah, it was Fox. They sold the therapist sold Fox the rights to her life story. So she was paid a very small amount of money. She got five thousand dollars. It was to option the book for the movie, and so then that so they owned the rights to her life story for the rest of her life. How? Jesus. Because that's what the contract, there was a contract. Jesus. And that's what it said. Too bad she had the th- three-year-old read the contract. <laughs> and it was not absurd. Well, and even the therapist said, I didn't even think about getting consulting an attorney at the time. And she could have if she wanted to, but she didn't. And she didn't think, he didn't, didn't th- give a shit. They're going to sell it one time anyway. Yeah, he yeah. didn't think about it. She didn't think about it. So, so she didn't get that. So anyway. That's pretty sleazy. Yes. I mean, sleazy at Fox, but also pretty sleazy by the mm-hmm. therapist. Mm-hmm. Well, so this therapist treated her, you know, with therapy for for years and years. And then in the 70s, so this is, you know, after 20 years of thinking she has, well, I mean, she did have multiple personalities, supposedly. But, you know, living with it and dealing with it and getting divorced and she, her first husband... She married fairly young and had a daughter, and one of her personalities tried to choke her daughter. 
Good God. And then she emerged to stop it. And, you know, that was obviously very scary. And she ended up getting a divorce from that husband. And then all in the middle of this, she meets another man and marries him. And they have another child. I think when her daughter is like nine years old, she has a son named Bobby. And always Bobby somehow manages to go through with her life dealing with this. And her son tells stories like, some of her personalities can do things that she can't and, you know, vice versa. They, they all have different skills and talents and abilities. And, and so like, you know, she would drive him to, to, they'd go to the mall and, and they'd get there. And then she would transition into a different personality of somebody who can't drive. So then they can't get home. They have to figure out some other way. If to, it was I, the other way, I'd be a lot more impressed. <laughs> yeah. Going in that direction, not that hard to fake. Well, sure. She can drive. Christine can drive. Uh-huh. So having a personality who can't drive isn't all that. It doesn't uh, impress me. We, well, it's no, not supposed to be no, impressive. I know. Yeah. I know. Never mind. We'll get into it later. I mean, everything can be faked. We, we'll mean, get into it later. I, I think. I mean, yeah. You, you know my bias on this. I, I think it's 99% bullshit. Yes. And so and some of her. to fake that. Yeah, some of her personalities could, you know, were like artists and and actually she was kind of an artist too and and she I think ended up becoming an artist as well as like a an advocate for mental health issues and um some of her paintings sell for quite a lot of money. So good we have for one her. right here as a matter of fact, you can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> but she ended up in the 70s writing uh, like kind of like not a follow up to Three Faces of Eve, but kind of her own, her story from her own perspective because the other one was written by her therapist. And so in 1975, she started writing it with her cousin was helping her. And this book is the title is I'm Eve, and she was kind of doing it as therapeutic for herself also. And so they went back into her early childhood. She was born to a family of poor tenant farmers. <laughs> Sounds like the beginning of a movie in itself. The joke. And, is. and apparently, by the time she was three, she had witnessed two violent deaths. One, like, really, really gory. So supposedly, those would be her early childhood Traumas. trauma. She never claimed to be abused or suffer any of that stuff. So um, she would have a headache, and then that's when her personalities would change. And, you know, like one could dance and drink the night away, and then another one would have to suffer the hangover the next that day. Would be I know, I wouldn't mind that. One of her personalities was called the Purple Lady. She was. I like that. Yeah, she was fifty-eight years old. So this is uh, this is um, her book. Yes, it's talking about her far, far greater number of personalities. Personalities. Mm-hmm. The book, like the movie, was also called Three Faces of Eve as well, yes. right? So they simplified it back in nineteen fifty-seven, whatever. Yes. To, to three personalities. Mm-hmm. Okay, the, the therapist yep. did. Yeah. yeah, to make it Hollywood, I, which is again the the really sleazy, are dishonest, yeah, are. The mousy one, the slutty one, and the normal one. Yeah. You know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And so the the purple lady was obsessed with everything purple. And then there was a banana split lady who <laughs> only ate. Who loved the cartoon. No. Couldn't stop watching it. She only ate banana splits. She wore bright wigs and acted like she was only five, which makes sense if you only ate banana splits. I suppose. And the virgin mm. who wore no makeup Me. and. And would not let Christine's husband touch her. <laughs> Christine's husband hated that person. Hated the virgin. And he felt weird about the banana split, so it was a problem. <laughs> she said it seemed like she was always changing clothes, putting on makeup, taking it off, combing her hair, you know, changing from one personality to the next. Uh, you know, her husband stayed married to her through through the whole thing, and. And I mean, she has since died, but they stayed married what? through the whole thing. No. <laughs> she died in like uh, 2016, but she was like 80 Damn, something. Damn, bitch. Damn. Yeah. Damn, Christine. Good yeah. for you. So, and, uh, and she would, you know, like she might eat a meal and then change into a different personality and then that person would want to eat. So she ended up gaining a lot of weight. She ended up like 175 pounds. She said she several people eating for one body. So, you know, she never felt like she was overeating, but all of her personalities were. So she managed to, after she broke away from the doctors, it was Dr. Thigpen mm. who wrote the book and, you know, attempted to give her therapy, which never cured her. She managed to get her own therapy in the 70s, and so she did manage to integrate her personalities and took like 20 years. Dr. Thig, wait, Dr. Thigpen was her therapist who wrote the book? Yeah. Who co-wrote the book? Mm-hmm. And he continued to, to be her therapist for how long? No, no, no. Oh, no, yeah. really? Yeah, she stopped after Just after with the movie him. or? No, she, I think she continued with him for quite a while. Okay, well, that's what I was yeah. saying. But then in the 70s, okay. she switched. Yeah, but you to said it took 20 years to integrate them. That, is, that math doesn't work. Did Dr. Thigpen help She's, her? No, okay. it took 20 years in total, but it yeah. wasn't just Dr. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Also, many of Christine's alternate personalities and she herself also kept journals. So this helped her when she was writing her own book and also, you know, in her uh, therapy process. And, and it's just helpful, helpful journal. Journaling is a good thing. Mm-hmm. And of course, they're different handwritings. Of course they are. When it's different personalities and different attitudes and stuff like that. And most of her notes and journals are, I guess she bequeathed them or gave them to the to Duke University. So you can go, I looked online and there you can see, you can't actually see them online, but you can see like an inventory of all the stuff that they have. Obviously, you'd have to go there if you wanted to read them. But that's kind of yeah. interesting. Make a road trip. If I get into Duke, I'll read him. Okay. It's not <laughs> super far from Mothman. We'll go there for Mothmania, Mothman days. <laughs> so this was in the 70s that she kind of started going on her crusade to talk about multiple personality disorder and all that kind of stuff, which now it's not called multiple personality disorder anymore. It's dissociative identity disorder. And did. D-I-D. And then in 1977 is when the movie Sybil came out. Yes. So her, her second, or her book, her book came out in 75, I think you said, so before Sybil came out. Well, she started writing it in 75. Oh, so. I don't know exactly what year it was published. Okay. But then 
Sybil came out. So I don't I don't know how I guess Three Faces of Eve was a very popular movie, obviously, because yeah, there was an Academy Award out of it. In multiple personality disorder was extremely rare diagnosis. In fact, from like the seventeen hundreds to the fifties, there had only ever been like two hundred cases. I have it somewhere in my notes, but I don't know where. So only like two hundred cases ever. And then from the 50s to the 70s, it ballooned to like 400 cases. So still not that many, like 40 over a 10-year period, like 40 a year. So still not that many. But then after that, after Sybil, from the 70s through like the 90s, I think, 5,000 cases. Uh, A year? No, total. No. But still, I mean, it, it just kind of ballooned because I think mostly because of Sybil. And so a lot of women mostly would go to their doctors and say, I, you know, they might describe symptoms or whatever. And the doc, you know, the doctor who knows of this hot new (laughs) diagnosis called Mm -hmm. multiple personality disorder because of the movie Sybil. Was Sybil a big movie? It was huge. Do you see it? I did. Did you like it? Yes. Well, no, it was a little bit scary because I was young, obviously. Yeah. I was a kid. And it was not It was not in the theaters. It was a TV movie. And I think it was... Do you remember, TV. Dean? I think it, the movie Sybil, I think it was shown... Actually, I think it was a TV, either TV movie or even a TV miniseries. That's yeah, what we just said. <laughs> I'm splitting the cat in. <laughs> it was a TV movie. And that's what I was going to say. I think it was shown over a couple of nights. Yeah, it, I think it, it was a miniseries, a multi-part. Yeah. Sally Field, right? Sally Field, yes. yes. My queen. With Sally Field woman. and Joanne Woodward. And yeah, so it. I remember it being a really huge... I mean, there was a book. The book was huge, too. And then, you know, like every housewife in America probably read it. Yes. And then um, I forget how many millions of people watched Sybil, but it was like one in five people in the, in the United States. Yeah, it was a- Ratings phenomenon. It was wow, huge. I'm surprised it hasn't been remade. Uh, I think it has been. Has it? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Well, never mind then. Yeah. Surprised it hasn't been remade like in the last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they'll get to it. Yeah. They'll get to it. Yeah, eventually. Um, um, pretty obvious. So the number of cases, <laughs> like I said, ballooned. And it kind of coincided with another strange phenomenon in the United States. The satanic panic yes with mm. yes house or skelter yes childhood ritual abuse because if you have multiple personality disorder it's probably because you were severely abused or had some sort of severe childhood trauma and this is your your evidence that you have severe childhood trauma is your multiple personality disorder and what was the trauma you know, you go to your psychiatrist or your therapist and you say, yeah, my uncle, you know, molested me a couple of times and, you know, they might not. Well, I'm listening to Led Zeppelin backwards, so we've got to. <laughs> no, but they might say, well, that's, you know, yeah, okay, but that's not really that traumatic. You know, that's not. What? That's not that traumatic. You know, that's bad, but it's, it's probably not enough to make your personality 
split, right? See, to make you dissociate. Well, you're saying so this or the therapist are saying The therapist this. is. Oh, okay. So okay. Like, tell me something else. Let's delve deeper. Let's oh, think really? back. And so, you know, let's how... Let's get a good book deal here. Mm-hmm. Come on, people. Let's people think. are Let's creative. suggestive and, and there's probably a fair amount of therapists doing hypnosis. And so they, you know, frankly, like children do, yeah. they try to please the person that they're talking to and, and come up with, you know, bigger, better, more horrible stories and I believe that's how the whole satanic ritual abuse of children's stories came yeah. about. I mean, the, the one that really started it was, as you know, Michelle Remembers, mm-hmm. which it turns out, in, in fact, was complete fiction. She's made They made everything up to sell a book. Yep. It was an Amityville horror is. of child molestation, and it was completely fake. And yep. it really kind of started the whole satanic panic. I would argue, that, I mean, I don't know that Sybil is kind of the Michelle remembers of DID. Yeah. Yep. And it kind of true or not. I, I can't say, but you know, if what's true or not Sybil, yeah, 16, whether any of them are true or not, I'm just, we'll get into that later, but I'm massively skeptical. Yeah. Aaron's disgusted. (laughs) Well, why would anyone fake it? That's a, that someone does, will do something. People do terrible, painful things all the time. That's well, here's the routine. thing. There's I, no reason why anyone could would fake multiple personalities. Why would anyone is. fake a mental? Why would anyone illness? fake being molested by Satanist? They well, don't fake they it. Do all I, the no time. one did no, fake it though. It was yes, people telling them. Yeah, to no, fake yeah. It. No, Michelle they, remembers like, it was it was more of a of a malice of forethought, if I remember it, correctly, by her therapist. Oh, really? It wasn't her, Not her involved too? Well, I don't know. Yeah, no one would lie about. So. Having a severe mental illness, someone would lie to get put into an institution. And, and, and a, I think you'd be surprised. I think I, I think people would lie. As about someone that. who's been inside those institutions, I know what they look like, and I know what happens inside them, and no one would want to voluntarily get put. Yeah, in. I don't. They weren't getting put inside institutions, though. They were. Oh, you sure, they were. Most of these people were not. Yes, you are getting put inside well, one of those places. Well, I, you know, I'm gonna. We're gonna talk about another case too. Okay. Um. Are you short circuiting you know, this? Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> and also, I think that I don't even think that all of these therapists were evil and perpetrating a fraud yeah. on purpose. I, you know, I think they learned of this new rare diagnosis, and you know, and you read about what the symptoms are, and you have a client who comes in and presents some of those symptoms. I mean, I think it. It was like a snowball effect and, you know, are they all the most ethical and best therapists? Probably not, but because I, their motivations might not have all been that pure. You know, they, they might have wanted the notoriety. They might have wanted to write a paper. They, you know, so. A book. A yes, and or a book. But yeah, I mean, obviously. The intensive to lie are therapists and people who can make. Money. money out of by exploiting people with no, I, I, yeah, the no, DID. I, not or, people, or no one could possibly yeah, blame by pro- anything by saying yeah. they have it themselves, or or to validate their own practice, or yeah. to you know be the the first one in their group of yeah. psychologists or a therapists. Hot, trendy, to, a trendy thing, so uh, yes. you find it where you want to find it. Yeah, but no, I mean, I would argue that that you might you know no one wants to you would think no one wants to get chemotherapy and fake cancer, but they do. So people people will do fake cancer, crazy but people things. don't go get chemotherapy. Well, on purpose. Well, yeah, they couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> people do fake cancer, but they I, shave their head. But they they shave, shave their, their head. eyebrows, yeah. and I they would, won't pluck out their eyelashes. The you know. 
I agree though that I'm sh- most of the fake MPD slash DID they're not gonna therapists. Shitty therapists. No go question. to actually, yeah. you know, hours and hours of therapy and get medication and electroshock therapy and all that shit. <laughs> There's no like that. <laughs> reason. Yeah, <laughs> we all have gold. Uh huh. Well, so now we're gonna talk about an extremely egregious case. And this is a woman woman named Patricia Burgess. And her story is a really long, good um, article in Chicago Magazine. And she was diagnosed with multiple personality disorder in the 80s, you know, after Sybil and all of that stuff. And she um, uh, had symptoms of postpartum depression. She had, had, you know, got married fairly young. And had a baby and like got pregnant on her honeymoon, had that baby. <laughs> Everything was great. And then she got, I think a couple years later, got pregnant. And she had, I think she had some postpartum depression with the first pregnancy and then she was okay. And then she had the second baby and the childbirth was traumatic and complicated. And both she and the baby almost died. Damn. The baby was huge. Which might have been the reason, like eleven pounds, something Jeez, good God. And really long. How his shoulders in the game. Yeah, and the baby Speaking, had a three-day growth. It's <laughs> already in. <laughs> the baby um, was real bruised, and like his eyes Ooh. were swollen shut because it, you know, it was a very difficult birth. And what time was what, this? What? In the eighties. Is he bruised? He's bouncing He's around six. the birth canal all the way out. Yeah, way. did they do it in like What's a farm? I, I don't know. You know, they might have had to use then? forceps and oh, yeah, okay. I don't know. Yeah. They didn't go into graphic detail about the childbirth, but just how difficult it was. And one of his arms was paralyzed and I think it took like Jesus. four years before he could ever, you know, like get full use of his arm. So it was traumatic and yeah. it was difficult and, you know, they thought there was going to be something wrong with the baby and all that kind of stuff. So after that, she went to a therapist and this therapist, his name was Dr. Braun. He diagnosed her with multiple personality disorder instead of just like depression, mm-hmm. which is probably what, you know, in actuality she had. Although he's, he says when she met him, she already thought she had 20 personalities. And, you know, one of these personalities was named Garbage. <laughs> oh my god who lacked self-esteem yeah yeah me <laughs> super kathy yes super bitch. Kathy, yes. who's a peppy mother of five yeah she seized control in every crisis good for her, oh, god. God for her. Kathy. and but so and karen she, who always complained to the manager <laughs> <laughs> but she ended up having daily therapy sessions and he would daily daily Jesus. put her under hypnosis and he would sedate her with medication. Oh, my God. So she began to recall experiences where she was in a satanic cult. Mm. And there were bizarre and violent incidences where she finally remembered that her parents were members of the cult, practiced cannibalism. Oh, and okay. she claimed that her father, who in reality was the manager of a Coca-Cola plant... Karen uh, used to complain to him all the time. And, <laughs> and also her family, they were devout Roman Catholics, would actually grind up human meat oh, Lord. into hamburger and serve it to everybody as meatloaf. Uh, okay. They run a, they have a diner? He said he's a... He's a 
Just, he was the manager at a Coca Cola yeah, plant. So he would serve it to the family. To the family. To the family. Yeah, okay. yeah. So and the other cult members. Mm-hmm. So you know she obviously began to believe that all these things had happened to her and her parents were these satanic cult people and they were killing people and and eating <laughs> serving them in meatloaf and so she cut off all contact with her family so i don't know somehow she, yeah. her husband was able to contact his mother-in-law and uh are you guys cannibals so hey um no she <laughs> quick question she told or he told her that she his wife wanted um because she was hospitalized by this point and oh, that she wanted like home you know a home cooked meal just not meatloaf for the yeah, love of god no that he wanted she wanted meatloaf uh, so could she make a meatloaf but not cook it and then he could bring it to the oh, hospital and they I could see. cook it there for her and they checked for like hair and fingernails so that they could have it analyzed because he had from a family barbecue before he had gotten a hamburger like a cooked hamburger her psychiatrist i don't know if he was a psychiatrist or therapist actually sent it out to be tested for human proteins and it didn't have any but they thought because it was cooked and maybe it no, the test that's not wouldn't how work. That's not how it works. So that's Pretty why sure. the husband went and got asked for the raw meatloaf. Eat people? Like, no, like ethically, like as a ther- you're not supposed to like indulge in their delusions. Like yeah. no, he's you're just supposed to play. Yeah, he me? is. Like yeah, yeah. that's yeah. not ethical. Yes. Like, no, it's no, of course you're, not. you're supposed yeah. to like he's just like placate them and you know calm them down, but not you know not outright deny You're right because that would make it worse. Yeah, but you're also really not supposed to. Yeah, you know what? Let's fucking test it, bitch. Yeah. Let's it does taste a little human. Like, well, supposedly the meatloaf sample got lost at the lab. Oh, so on. they never In got that. Yes. Human. And so, but the doctor says, just because the hamburger tested negative for human protein, that could have been the one time that they yeah. didn't grind up human meat into the, they're they're small into the hamburger. A smart cannibal cult yeah, they that know realized you can't. they knew what, they, what was going on. Yeah. But they tested. also know you can't eat human all the time. You gotta yeah. mix it up. You gotta mix Fatty. it up. I didn't mean, prove anything. The other, other white meat. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So, anyway. That's true, right? I think we've said, talked about that. Human is supposed to mm-hmm. taste like pork. Yeah. 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 Younger human is supposed to taste like fish. <laughs> like some babies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> babies taste like fish. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sounds like a good band. Yeah. <laughs> there is a band called Long Pigs. Mm-hmm. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's the cannibal word for human meat. Yeah. Long pig. Yeah. Supposedly. Allegedly. Well, the only trauma that Pat could remember from her childhood, and it really wasn't even her childhood, it was after high school, she went to work at a grocery store and one time she was working the late shift and there was an armed robbery at the grocery store and she was held hostage and you know, she she had a gun pointed at her and all that kind of stuff. Very traumatic. Yeah. And the robbers but, ate were cannibals. Yeah. <laughs> and satanic worship. But that was kind of it. And she, I mean, it was traumatic and it did, you know, do some damage. She ended up having to quit that job and she, you know, then she suffered from depression and she did, you know, she briefly saw a therapist. And th- but this was the first sign of any psychological problem that she had. But so obviously it, the, it was the satanic cult and all that kind of stuff. It, 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 she believed that she murdered and, you know, or took part in murdering like 2,000 people oh, a year. Lord. Okay. A year. 2,000 people a year. It just went unnoticed. And yeah. eating them. Year. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, that too. Yeah. And this was in Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> Jesus. That would be noticeable in New York. Cannibalism mecca. So, yeah. I'm not sure where all these people were coming from. Drifters. You know. A lot of drifters in Des Moines. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. they, you know, no one missed them. to pass through that place. There it is. This, is, this, is what, this, is, Vegas, this would have been in York, the, what, 60s, 70s? Or she was in therapy in the 80s. So would this have been in the 60s, I'm guessing? When she's having a, a child murdering and eating people. Yeah. 60s and 70s, probably. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, because it was in 84 that she finally ended up going into therapy. So, um, that therapist actually consulted six other psychiatrists for second opinions, and none of them agreed with the diagnosis. But... They, you know, ignored it. What you say his name was? Dr. Fraud? Dr. Braun. That's right. Slip of the tongue. <laughs> so, and e- even worse, so she was on lots of drugs, of obviously. She yeah. She was hospitalized for extensive periods of time. The drugs, by the way, made human meat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And so she had two young sons, and when they were... Very young, like, I don't know, three and five or something like that. They ended up being hospitalized, too. The oh. fir- the older one first, because I guess he was saying some alarming things. He talked about, he asked somebody, I don't know if it was at school or something, about making people stew. Oh, oh my God. So that- Wait, he meant making some stew and serving it to people, clearly. <laughs> so that, but that fueled the whole cannibalism thing. So... He had his own little child, a psychologist. I don't mean to. I shouldn't <laughs> have said the word little. He was a child. But, yeah. He was treated by a four year old. He had a child psychologist who then fed into the whole thing that, oh God. that, yeah, that he was saying alarming things and that he was showing signs of multiple personality disorder At, too. How old was this kid? Like five. Oh, four or five. And because the, they, that's usually when. It starts, uh, you know, because of the severe childhood trauma, which they believed he endured at, at the hands of their mother. You may not know an answer to this, but are there verified cases at all? And I don't mean of children exhibiting multiple personalities. And I don't speaking know. Speaking in different voice Because they they're should be. kids say, we're mad right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> that was, that's possible. That was right? fun. Not alarming <laughs> because, <Yep. laughs> because they should be... There should be many cases of children, especially nowadays in, the, in recent time, where children are undergoing at young age therapy. If they really are forming typically these multiple personalities at a young age because of childhood drama, there should be lots of children who are have six or eight or ten personalities and can speak in different voices and keep them clear. The fact that there is not casts well, massive suspicion on this phenomenon. I haven't really heard that they develop in childhood my whole th- I've, she said it I four times people say that no they, I've heard that they they the split happens in childhood uh-huh. but yeah. it doesn't emerge why until wouldn't later. it though? it makes no sense it's I'm a not very a psychiatrist I can't yeah. tell you that answer well, well, but that's, 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 why does that happen to schizophrenia it usually only pre- presents a lot when they're of like mental because illnesses. they're not schizophrenic when they're eight they're schizophrenic when they're 18 but can I give that's an answer yes. of what I think I think it does does what manifest as children it just doesn't children, get caught. It doesn't get caught. Mm-hmm. Kid, kids have imaginations. Kids have imaginary friends. 
If I any had of one, our her name was no, April and she Carrie, wore purple lipstick. If no, any of our I, kids, I'm not buying that. You, uh, I'll tell you well, why. Because okay. because they would be caught out in it very easy because they wouldn't remember things, right? Yeah. Typically, multiple personalities are allegedly, as as the theory goes, distinct from one another, and and so you don't remember doing things when you're different Ooh, personalities. Would you blame a little kid if they can't no. recall no. doing something? You, I think yeah. you'd, you'd no. be caught out. Well, okay, the, the, if you really had multiple personalities, and you, you have a lot of faith in the system. No, but also you'd <laughs> be exhibiting you'd be exhibiting abuse. extremely extreme behavior more than just having an imaginary friend or things like that. It'd be, it most of these cases have extremely different personalities. But I, I also think Aaron makes a good point that abused kids might not, a lot of them might not get this treatment yeah. when they're kids. Yeah. So maybe it does develop when they're kids and they don't get treated until they're 25. That's my argument. Though, is I, I think we live in an era now, at least for, for many years now, where kids are getting treatment when they're Some, kids. Yes. And that's, Some, and that's I think that's there'd be the plenty of cases. I think fewer kids are, I, I don't, it's far more, far more common in the well, last sure. 10, course, 15 years than it was 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. I just think that there'd be plenty of cases, if this was a real phenomenon, that um, where children would be clearly exhibiting multiple personalities at those young ages shortly after the, that trauma supposedly yeah. induced these multiple personalities. Well, obviously, I haven't done extensive or research. Or maybe they, but it does, and they only have two personalities. They have like the one that was protecting them, and they have the normal mm-hmm. one. And then as they get older, it becomes more of an issue because they start developing like... Yeah. 16, yeah. whatever, it's 30. You know, it's possible. Well, but I'll, I'll take one for the team and I'll go to college and I'll get a PhD in okay, this shit and I'll on. come back at a later date and let you guys know So we'll do a follow-up. Yeah, we'll do a follow-up in, in, like, in 12 years. I'll <laughs> ask my boss who was a yeah. master's in, in it. Okay. Well, the documentary on the, the girl with 15 personalities, uh-huh. I didn't watch the whole thing, but hers manifested as a child. Obviously, she wasn't diagnosed until mm-hmm. she was much, much older. But she. Um, then how do they manifest? How do they? What? She 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 did terribly in school because she would. <laughs> okay, so, uh, so she would uh, ADHD or, or she would go to school to take a test and you know not remember learning a oh good God. chunk of the stuff Maybe because no, she wasn't there. <laughs> she got <laughs> she got called a liar a lot. Yeah. You know she, you know had lots of difficulties as a child. Yeah. You know I can't tell you everything. That happened. You're not, she's not allowed to. It's not that she doesn't remember. She's not <laughs> it's not her business. Yeah, I signed a non-disclosure agreement. Okay. <laughs> it's not my story. It's not her story. When I um, opened it up on Netflix or whatever. <laughs> you know that movie? signed this NDA. You know that movie Split? <laughs> Actually yes. a documentary. Plus, Little known was. fact. Documentary. James McAvoy. <laughs> really opened up for that one. McAvoy is actually, he does have DID. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> well, and, and Pat, one of the reasons why the doctor initially thought multiple personality disorder for her is because when she went to the therapist, she actually had been experiencing a false pregnancy after her first two and pregnancy. And she had said, I'm ne- I will. She had initially wanted a bunch of kids, but after her second pregnancy, which was so traumatic, she said, that's it. I'm not having any more kids. So when she was experiencing her, her false pregnancy, it was not a good time for her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it caused some other psychological issues for her. So she would refer to herself as we, meaning her and the baby. Are you saying the queen has DID? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> but her and There's the baby person, so. that she wasn't really carrying. But so she would go in and refer to herself as we. Yeah. So that led the doctor to believe, oh, she's talking about herself and her multiple personalities. Uh, this is really talking hmm. about the baby. Yeah. Which is a little bit weird. That's a little bit weird, yeah. 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 
Keep so saying, keep saying yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the good news for Pat, she ended up. Oh, her children were uh, hospitalized for three years. Oh, oh my more. God. It's yes. Fucking childhood. More, so more than one of the children yes. had. The first oh son was hospitalized and then the second one was. And their therapist, their doctor believed that they needed to be hospitalized to save them from the horrible abuse that they were suffering. How long has Dr. Braun been in jail? Uh, Dr. Braun didn't go to jail. Jesus. This was a different, oh this was a different, the, the kids had a different doctor and, and they were in a different doctor. hospital, which is equally alarming. Yeah, it is. And again, is this, this was the height of the craze. Mm-hmm. The fad had, had really taken. <laughs> in the eighties? And there, this is the early mid eighties. And, uh, and uh, yes. Sybil came out as a, as a TV show. Was it in 78, 79, something like that? 77. 77. Yeah. The TV show or the book? TV, TV show. show. Okay. So that was. That, that led to yeah. quite the fad for diagnosing yes. MPDs. Well, that's when they increased astronomically. Here, here are those numbers. From until 1970, only 200 cases have been documented worldwide since the 17th century. And then from 1970 to 80, there were about 400 incidences. That's about 40 a year. And then between 80 and 92, so just 12 years, there were more than 5,000. Damn. So that's 10 times the rate okay, in the 70s. Okay, Sybil, the book came out in 1973. I'm and it was book. huge. I, yeah. It was huge, but the, the TV show in 77 really mm-hmm. yeah. made it uh, uh-huh. kind of a household word. And, I, and I, uh, So you recall, I'm Eve came out in 1977, where suddenly Eve ups Sybil 16 with 22. I'm not saying, but I'm saying is that does make it... You can question the motivation and the reality of it just because she knew that Sybil, that, that she was Eve, the second most famous multiple personality disorder sufferer. In, and so she yeah. wrote this book that after, so her book didn't even get started until after Sybil was a bestseller. Yeah. Because so, she didn't start, yeah, she started writing in, in 75. And published in 77. Mm-hmm. So I'm just yeah. saying. Well, can't you check her journals where it probably has accounts of the personalities? Yeah, I don't know. much longer. That's much we got it. We have to go to Duke. We have yeah, to, we have to yeah, we plan have to. that. Go I guess we gotta go to Duke. <laughs> <Your> primary research <laughs> for the fans. Your journals probably have accounts of that shit long. Before yeah, I know. But Sybil if you're gonna write a if you want to write a best-selling book, you can fake some journals. That's not hard. I know I sound extremely wow. well, Carrie. What you wouldn't do that for a multi-million-dollar book deal? Most people would, or a lot of people would. Some people would. She might have. Oh my god! Yeah, I know. I know. Whole, whole process there. Again, she's not getting institutionalized. Nothing's happening bad to her when she's writing that book, except making a lot of money. That, that's well, the only she thing was that, in that therapy happened to her. for like years. It, all the terrible things were happening to her. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think Christine. Yeah, let's just lie about it. I don't twenty years. Thing. That'll be fun. For I, I think you underestimate what people will do. To, there's so many reasons for it. It doesn't have to be even for money, for attention. We people do that all the time. How are you not believing that? I, even I, even when I'm consequences sure are do, bad, people do but... things. People do variations on that routinely. Do you think maybe the there are people that do lie, but there's some sort of underlying issue within themselves, I, so you don't oh, to yeah. make there's them want to lie. True case out I, there. That I don't know. I don't know. But I'm, I, I don't. I don't think. Yeah, I don't I'm think it's very possible. skeptical of it as a phenomenon. I mean. 
clearly. Well, it doesn't exist anymore yeah. as multiple personality disorder. It's dissociative, dissociative identity, identity yeah. disorder. <laughs> but in, but okay, but so which is uh, essentially a variation of of schizophrenia? Am I wrong? No. No. Yeah. Completely different. Yeah. So, it's, so it is so not is a it phenomenon at all anymore. It's a disorder. Yeah. How does it's well, but how does classified? It, it's in the uh, DSVM. Yeah. But how does uh, that differ two. from the what was described and 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 called MPD in the you know whatever 50s, 60s, and 70s? How does that how MPD? does that make it or multiple multiple yeah. personality disorder? Honestly, I don't know. How is schizophrenia different than no? How is DID? How how different? do they differ? Yeah. It's just it's the new name for it. it That's what I thought. Yeah. So uh-huh. it is the same thing. But uh-huh. I don't but I don't think it's really um It's not treated the same. I don't think anyone with I don't I think people with DID can have multiple personalities, but I don't but it's, think yes. right. someone with so DID necessarily has, has multiple Yeah, that's what I thought yeah. too. Yes. So no. it's a it's a larger rubric with that. So is MPD still considered a thing within I don't DID? think so. I don't no. think so. So is that, are you saying then that uh, psychiatry does not believe that MPD is, is I can't. They, there's disassociative identity disorder, yeah. which includes multiple personalities. So yes, they well, do. Then yes, they do. Yes, they I do. Psychiatrists yeah. can diagnose you okay. with having multiple personalities, but they don't call it multiple personality disorder. Do you Just have like stats on how common it is now? No. Or uh, my guess is it's much much less common. Yeah, because it's also you much don't... much less trendy. Yes, it fell out of favor, partially because. I think we eventually realized. Probably did more research on it. Satanic ritual abuse never happened. Yeah. It says here that the statistics show the rate of DID is between 0.01 and 1% of the general population. There's a problem, though, because DID is a broader category than MPD was. So it's not sure if there's some measurement error potentially there. Well, and now it is very, very rare. I mean, Obviously, it was rare to begin with, but there were, like, you know, from the 17th century to 1970, Mm -hmm. there were 200 cases. I mean, that's very few, very rare, but... Before it became, you know what I mean? Before it became fashionable. Yes, you can argue that that there were many more cases than that they weren't diagnosed as MPD. Yeah, sure. Possibly because, yeah, because psychiatry wasn't a thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, it's called the blues. <laughs> but then, even after that, here's um, this Harvard professor who uh, does a thing on personality disorders. He thinks that it exists, but it's extremely rare, and most doctors have never seen a so case ever. doing 400 a year or whatever it came to in the 80s was ridiculous. Yes. Clearly, the majority yes. of those were... And doctors well, like the doctor that treated pat burgess he ended up having a hospital dedicated to multiple personality disorder so he was looking at as a profit center yes yes and and so so doctors who boast that you know they're treating 17 patients simultaneously with multiple personality disorders are not correctly diagnosing do they believe their patients have multiple personality disorders probably Mm, do they revel in in the fame and notoriety I, they get for being the prob- expert on it, yeah. I think there's probably yes. well, there's probably a shit ton of therapists that were like, "Oh, I think this is you know fake, but I'm gonna make a lot of money." Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or or just even if they don't think it's fake, I'm gonna diagnose this shit out because I'm gonna become yeah, famous exactly. and write a book and, and have a profit center practice and etc. And, and Pat Burgess's doctor, you know, founded a 
a, a training program Jesus. to train other doctors oh on my how to. He sounds like the ice pick so, lobotomy guy. And mm-hmm. had conferences about it and and stuff like that. Wow. So so yeah, yeah, I mean. And there were people like that with the satanic panic. Yeah, right? become became, the doctor. It became their big deal. They yes. wrote books. They had practices yeah. and based on something that was non-existent. Yeah, he probably believed it. You know, he might I, have believed it. I'll go. For, I'll, I'll go that far. Yeah, he might have believed it. Well, yeah. I the think way, the way he exploited it, I almost wonder if he was just. He just seems like the sleaziest he of sleazy. Well, yeah. I feel sleazy. like if you really believe it, you would have done something to help the people. And yeah. More noble. And, and worked and researched. You're, you're, and, yes. and, and your research would make you realize, wait. Like, oh, wait. There can't be this many people with it. I feel like, I don't know. Dr. Braun, I feel like. Um, he might have not. I think there's a yeah. good chance he did not believe it. Yeah, me too. Well, he might have speculation. He might have believed but. its its legitimacy that it exists, but not. he didn't believe that all these people he was yeah. diagnosing actually had it. Guaranteed. Is what we mean. That's what we think. Yeah. That's possible. Possible. We have to ask yeah. him one day. Well, uh, the good news is uh, Pat and her husband ended up having a custody battle for their children with, you know, against the psychiat- the child psychologist, oh. psychiatrist, whatever okay. she was, who, you know, had gone to the courts. To- How is she allowed to hospitalize these kids oh, against Jesus. their will? She had to go to the courts to get to say they were in danger that their wow. mother was abusing Where was this? them. Was this in Florida? This was in um, Des Moines. No, she started out in Des Moines, Eating but she mm-hmm. moved away Chicago, Chicago area. It was in Illinois. Yeah, Illinois. Okay. It was in Illinois, oh. and they won. They they got their kids back. Ironically enough, her doctor Braun helped her. Huh. You know, he yeah, was on her well, side yeah, to get her kids back. Being, it was the it was his competitor yeah. was hospitalized. Maybe he was well, a ghoul and could yeah. see that children shouldn't be raised in a hospital. Oh well, goodness. so she decided to. She thought, you know, maybe all this medication I'm on isn't a good thing. And you know, she kind of looked up some of the me- medication she was taking. She even called her doctor and said, you know. Do you think maybe because she started to question some of the things that she thought had happened to her, the whole satanic Is this cult Dr. Braun stuff? Now she's questioning. Yeah. Okay. So why you do know, you have me on Pez? So, I don't see that helping me. So she asked him, you know, this is pretty strong medication. I, you know, I'm doing a little bit of research into it. And do you think maybe the medication had something to do with me having these memories? And he said, Oh no, no, you That's know, insane. look at your records and. So, so she got a copy of all of her, of her records and started looking through like probably the notes of their sessions yeah. and stuff like that. And it seemed like, you know, within a week of being put on these very strong medications is when she started telling stories of all this satanic cult abuse and murdering kids and eating people hamburgers and all that kind of stuff. So she called the maker of the some of the medications and she talked to the researchers, you know, who I guess developed and whatever the medications. And she told one researcher the dosage she was on. And he said that was an astronomical dose that they they hadn't even tested that high of a dose on animals. Jeez. Oh, good God. So they were horrified. Maybe she needed a little more because of all the meat in her diet. Meat in her diet. Well, so. Is she a vegan? She's probably not. Contacted a lawyer. Yeah. This is back in the 80s still? I don't know when. It, probably. <laughs> Your <laughs> response is just disgusting. Don't, don't ask know. me for facts. Jesus. Jesus. So she and her husband contacted a lawyer and 
they filed a lawsuit against Dr. Braun. Against Dr. Braun and probably several other entities. Hopefully the doctors, uh, hospitals. Put the kids away. And they ended up um, settling and they got like a $10.5 million settlement because the doctor's insurance company obviously was the one that wanted to settle. Of course, the doctor didn't want to settle. He wanted to, to fight it all the way. So, um, yes. So they got a nice chunk of money out of it. She reunited with her parents. So mom, dad, sorry. About the whole cannibalism thing. (laughs) Sorry. My bad. They had lived. Sweetheart, let's have meat. That's the end. The end. That's the movie. Hallmark. Cut the credit. Call us. They obviously had very high medical bills because of her hospitalizations and her children's. And so they, her husband was like a computer programmer or something like that. So they, you know, had been living all along on his salary alone. So they had been living in apartments all, all their lives. So once they got their settlement, they were able to buy a nice five bedroom house in like a suburb of Chicago. And then they also bought her parents a house Aww. so they could move from Iowa. To and they dug the basement of the old house. Two thousand skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> well, she said at one point she thought you know she decided to do the math and oh, yeah. she no, thought you know number. if I think I killed two thousand people. people a year yeah. for you know like a decade that's a lot of people and we're just, not just talking think about it in terms of yeah. a day. I know it's like six a, a day. Or yes, almost. I mean that's. So, uh, yeah, you'd just be exhausted. Yeah, so we're not. I didn't live in you, New York yeah, City. This was hungry. Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> if he was oh a God. butcher, he wouldn't have needed that much human meat. <laughs> I know, that's ridiculous. Just, that's insane. And Doctor Braun, uh, can we go on a tangent? Yeah, not, not, uh, it's, it's psychology in general. I think uh, at the risk of sounding Tom Cruise. Oh no, Good God! The, I, I think <laughs> psychology is a relatively new science. Comparatively, not really. yeah, comparatively, late nineteenth century is when it was effectively invented. And his first, I don't know what, 50, 80 years was based on complete bullshit from Sigmund Freud that virtually no one thinks is, is relevant or, or, or fact factual anymore. Right. I, I agreed. Exactly. That's my point. Exactly. I think even right now, psychology, and I have tremendous respect for psychology and psychologists. I think they're doing good work and making a lot of progress. But I think in, in 50 years, we'll look back at it and think, good Lord, what? Philistines and what nonsense we believed in. It's like hypnotic regression was a, a, a psychology can still have lots of fads and it's still susceptible to a lot of nonsense. And so I think like, like, like hypnotic regression, like satanic panic, things like that. It's still, it's because it's, it's not a very hard science, or, you know, relative to other sciences that leaves it susceptible to that kind of thing. And things that, that, and they, they become, they go in and out of, of fashion and uh i think that's my i think mpd is exactly that it was a fad it was based i think largely on these stories that were manufactured by therapists for the most part yeah do you want to know my opinion yes i think it became a fad Mm -hmm. i think it's a real thing and you know based on the fact that it had been partially on the fact that it had been diagnosed before and I don't think everybody who presents with these symptoms is looking for attention or making things up. Or no, I think very, very few are that. 
Okay. Or that I think is more on the on the as Aaron said, I'm as much much more on the therapist. I don't think it's non-existent that that there are some people who are who are going with it and and do like the attention. But I think mostly mm-hmm. they're not going to go to a therapist. Maybe they'll they yeah. exactly about go it. to a therapist. No, no, I, I, no, I, I, it's be, more it's more prevalent some when would go when to people are oh, yeah, and of then course. the therapist when, would laugh in their face and say, "You don't have what yeah. you think." Yeah, but you, you hook up with a therapist like Doctor Braun, and suddenly I it's magic. Yeah, yeah. therapist. More also, people okay, they might go on I, Twitter and say they have it. But yeah, exactly, gonna, exactly. More people that are looking for attention aren't going to. They don't go to professionals. They go. They go to you know Twitter and say, "Hey guys, I have this. Give me." attention and yeah. people mm-hmm. oh, some people give it to them is and some people thing? say you hey uh-huh. you see that now 100%. on twitter and instagram everywhere yeah. oh, that is really? a big thing people also, love to self-diagnose themselves wow. with mental mm-hmm. it's our like it's like a healthcare like a system yeah one at a time okay <laughs> our healthcare system is a bag of shit mm-hmm. period and, and our soapbox. mental healthcare system is a bag is of shit. worse shit. than a bag of oh, shit. Absolutely, a flaming bag. <laughs> so of shit. It's a f- mm. on your doorstep with the bell rung. <laughs> so somebody <laughs> just seeking attention, unless they're a millionaire and they can pay out of pocket. Oh yeah. For a, a psychiatrist or a psych or a therapist who's going to validate their whatever they want to pretend their diagnosis is, mm-hmm. it's it's not going to happen. I mean, I know from personal experience, it takes. Because you are a little cuckoo. It takes 500 phone calls, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. crying to the poor your, receptionist who answered your, your phone call. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> they lose that your was, paperwork. That's and, fucking funny. No, oh, oh, no. This. Just finding a therapist, a therapist or a psychiatrist who's A, accepting new patients, B, mm-hmm. takes your insurance plan, C, has an appointment in the next six months. Yeah. They never do. I mean, they it never is. Do. So and. Fucking 2023. We have good insurance. So and we, we live know, in a in a metropolitan area where we should be able to find people. So I'm just saying it's <laughs> very difficult to access mental health services in this country. Okay, but I, I agree. So like I said, though, we don't I don't think anyone here thinks it's it's being driven by that is being driven by the therapist who see, saw this as a fad in the late seventies and eighties until it. Yeah, and, when, I, when and it I don't, I wane? don't think that's the you case know? anymore. When what? When did it start to wane? Was it the nineties, the two thousands? I, I think the nineties because that's when kind of the whole satanic panic yeah, thing started to got debunked. Yeah, the FBI sense. did a did a major study on it, and they came up with absolutely zero. Yeah. There was never one case. Of a Pizza satanic game. cult who... What? Like Pizzagate. Pizza yeah, no, it was. It was Pizzagate <laughs> times yeah. thousands mm-hmm. of supposed cases. Yeah. yeah. Which is just What's so... Pizzagate? Pizzagate is the right-wing conspiracy theory that uh, Democrats in Washington, D.C., like Hillary Clinton and others of her ilk, used this little pizza place in D.C. as a, uh, child a sex. base for child sex ring. Yeah, child when sex trafficking. That. Yeah, when they act, when they actually do that, they, yeah, but they, they do that. also believe that they kill babies and eat them. Yes. I mean, there it's it's mm-hmm. the new Cannibalism satanic panic on a popping up here, doesn't it's, it? That's and it's still want to know why Prince Philip was on Jeffrey Epstein's island. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Prince Philip Prince or Prince Andrew? Prince Andrew. It was Prince Andrew. Yeah, to eat the babies, obviously. Well, yeah, babies. Prince Andrew has. Okay, let's not. And issues. apparently, there was a pedophile party at Chris Pratt and. Um, Anna Ferris's house. Not Anna Ferris. They okay. got divorced. Okay, you know what? Let's go ahead and stop. <laughs> Before they got divorced. Oh, okay. <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right, all right. But so anyway, I don't know. I was giving you my opinion and I got it. Yeah, your opinion is that it's, <laughs> but you think it's real. I do think it's, it's real. But it's I think rare. it's exceedingly rare. And 
And also, it's not really one of those mental illnesses that you, I mean, people do, I'm sure people on Twitter and stuff do lie about having it, but it's not one that people commonly lie about yeah. having. No. I, have, yeah. I have met, uh, you know, a person who was diagnosed with disassociative identity disorder and it's not like what it's not a phenomenon it's not trendy it's not you more commonly hear people everyone says they you know have depression or anxiety that's more commonly lied about obviously a lot of people a lot of people do but mm-hmm. this this mental illness is not one that's trendy or cool yeah. or you know well it's 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 hard if you are going to if you are that person who is going to fake it because it's trendy or cool, it, it's hard. It's hard to do it so. It takes over your whole life. Yeah. yeah. You can't lie I mean, about it. You have to keep up the lie 100% of the time. It would be a very time-consuming lie. Yeah, you <laughs> probably chart. would. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Kevin. How was Kevin? Kevin's, I think yeah. he's eight. You know, that's, that, that's funny because Split, the main guy's name is Kevin. <laughs> was it? It's a yeah. shit movie, it. by the way. I enjoyed oh. it. Watch it if you want a good laugh. <laughs> wow. It's James, hilariously uh, Here's bad. the thing. James McAvoy has multiple personalities, He's but they're all good actor. actors. He's a great actor. He can also participate in a terrible movie. Yes, that's true. It, it's something like nine to one women versus men, too. And yeah. I'm not yeah. shocked Who, at all. Yeah. And I, the Satanic Panic was driven largely yeah. by women as well. Yeah. It was. I, on, on the part of saying it was happening to them. Not on, on law enforcement, that was mostly men. Think yeah. about who are going well, to yeah. victims of abuse. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. also remember I, yeah, the no, I, Latin word for room is, is hysteria. Yeah. That doesn't it doesn't <laughs> make all that much more sense to me that it's overwhelming. There is actually female. really good psychological reasons why women have these kinds of things happen more often than men. I one thing I've heard about DID is that in order for people to get to develop it, I've heard some people say that they have to go through like intense trauma in childhood mm-hmm. and like plenty of people are Unfortunately, plenty of people go through intense childhood trauma, but a lot of times in order to get DID, I've heard them say they need to like probably already be predisposed to having some sort of other mental Genetically? Yes. Or chemically even? Yes. Like yeah. maybe if, even if they didn't go through something terrible, they would have grown up and Been developed BPD or yeah. MDD or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Instead, they, but they went through something terrible and so they developed DID instead. Interesting. Interesting. So I hate to say it, huh. I know there's an interplay between sort That's of very yeah. the, the, um, the chemical and, and, the, and the brain physical. Which makes more sense to me why it's so rare. Because yeah. on one hand, you have to have you have to be predisposed, predisposed to have this to other thing, mm. and then you have to have this other thing. Because there's to you. there's yeah. millions of people that go through intense childhood trauma, yeah, and they and don't. they don't they don't have anything. They don't they're have any fi- mental yeah, illness. They're fine. They're fine. Emma just well, ate chalk. Yeah, <laughs> that was my childhood trauma. Yeah, with your trauma. <laughs> because Aaron just had a big yeah. scab and licked it and called it crispy. <laughs> yeah, town. Yum, yum, yum. Oh my god, I'm so glad you said because literally I have a scab on my hand and I was thinking ah, 20 minutes ago I was like. What did Aaron call Crispy Town? Crispy Town. <laughs> and it yum, lasted yum, yum. like seven months. It was We're ridiculous. We're going to <laughs> Crispy Town. Won't you take me to Crispy <laughs> Town? <laughs> Sorry. That is so funny. You guys had some weird childhoods. Yeah, you did. Mm. Yeah, you did. Um, you how about this. the current state affairs? So so there's DID. The, the thing that we'd call MPD is extraordinarily rare. Mm-hmm. Has there been any any recent relatively recent famous cases of it i had no i didn't publicly you know i don't think so Mm-mm. i haven't read about documentaries. it documentaries there's some yeah documentaries, this one that you're talking yeah. about on netflix how long ago was that happened yeah. allegedly i don't know to be honest and honestly i didn't finish it the whole thing but um yeah i don't know <laughs> judging on fashions 
<laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> that sounded so snotty. I don't know how the sentence ends, but it's not going to be good. I mean, it didn't look like it was made. I mean, in my God, 2019. See, <laughs> see those low-rated jeans? Oh my God, those bell bottoms do not look oh, good on her. Oh, stop. You okay. were being catty. Just admit it. You were being yeah, a little catty, Carrie. No, I'm just saying, based on fashions, fashion? it doesn't seem like it was made recently. Recently. So it could have been in the 80s, 90s, 2000s. I don't know. Yeah. It I don't, been I know based on the fashion, fashion, what do you think? It was yeah. what, it what time period? Era. The love of God. My, probably early 2000s. Okay. That it, so it happened allegedly in the early 2000s. So the low rise gene baby fat. Era. You know what I mean? Like, like it might have been, the documentary might have been made in 2002, but the events happened in 1987. I don't know. Well, the events happened in her entire life. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and I believe now she's in her late 40s. So I'm saying that she could have been, these these events, this multiple personality could have been, it occurred during the era when that was still a thing. Oh, I see what you mean. Um, well, if she's in her late 40s now, then yeah. 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 That's my point. That's yeah. My, that's the point yeah, and because they, they did show that, pictures of her as a kid, so it looked like 70s. So she may still think she had MPD? Does it mean But she also, she was a small child. She probably didn't read Sybil and see <laughs> Three Faces of Eve. I but the therapist loved might have. Sybil as a child. Did you watch Sybil? <laughs> I watched it, yeah. I, was I watched it and it was a little bit disturbing and scary. I was not disturbed at all. Oh, that was cool. That, that was seems great. like something that's... And I believed it. That makes oh, sense. Oh, everybody for... believed it. I absolutely believed it. I thought it was... Um, you thought that she was hard hitting. It was, it, was, it, was, it was well done. It was a good movie. Sybil, um, I mean, she had been the flying nun, for God's sake. This was quite a <laughs> yeah. difference for her. She had done flying nun and smoking the bandit. And this Gidget. Kind of, I think that was her first. No, smoking the bandit was after role. that, I think. And Gidget, wasn't it? right? Don't read it for me. And, um, yeah, she, Gidget, she was yeah. Gidget. Yeah. So that was, that was her first really dramatic turn, I think. Norma Ray. Norma that was Ray. Later. That was definitely later. No, I Why? think Norma Why Ray was lying? right before that. Let me look it up. Emma, when was Norma Ray made? I don't know. I don't know Norma Ray. I'm sorry. Didn't she get a Didn't she get an Oscar for Norma Ray? I believe she did. Great speech. Why are we getting stuck on Sally Field? Anyway, so 1979. Oh, two years after. No, two years after. So I guess the phase is space. What's Hooper? It only has an 88 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. We didn't like Civil. I mean, Sally Field movie. Yeah, let's look. Hooper was a terrible movie. Burt Reynolds. Okay, she's in that. Because she was dating Burt Reynolds. Yes, she was. Which is a go off, Sally. Smoking the bandit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, is that it? Yes. Doubtfire. Okay. 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 Let's stop. They should. How have they not rebooted Flying Nun? That'd be. be Oh, good lord. I'm just saying. She hates that. I don't care. I love it. I didn't like it. Okay. Well, thank you, Carrie. Thank you. Bringing us the hard hitting story of. Patricia Burgess and Christine Costner hyphen Sizemore and multiple personality disorder. Interesting. Now story. known yeah. as dissociative identity disorder. Kind of. So in um, a way, no, yeah. it is. Yeah. So uh, well, can I add one more thing? Yeah, sure. The, the the good thing about multiple personality disorder. <laughs> There's lots of good things, but what's one? Makes great. It's movies. curable. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. You go through therapy and you know the you can. the theory is you revisit your childhood traumas and mm-hmm. deal with them and so you don't have to to Switch use the defense mechanism yeah. of the you the, need altars and you Yeah. It's not always a good thing though. I think as we know from the documentary Identity starring John Cusack, <laughs> it, when you bring them all together you realize you're 
person who's about to be executed for murder because oh, oh spoiler alert by the way if you haven't seen the movie but a fantastic <laughs> movie by the way. it was a really good movie spoiler. love that it. movie love when did that movie come out great movie I, I don't know you should <laughs> you yeah, you well, like, yeah. 2005 uh, maybe God, I, it's a great movie yeah it's a really really good movie it is a really good movie it's although it's based on something that isn't isn't probably real but still but it, it doesn't matter it's not real. supposed to be realistic no. it's fiction wow i'm good i'm so good Yes, so, but so that's yeah. I just remember that. I remember when that came out. So that was two thousand three. It was already kind of, you know, that'd be a, it wasn't MPD a thing. Was known as kind of that. Cool that had been a lot of bullshit. At least a lot of it had been bullshit, even by then. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Good it was movie. certainly not highly recommend a popular. I'll watch it. I was shocked. By that twist. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I did not expect it. You know, I think so I it feel, was well now done. that you've mentioned that movie, I feel like I've watched that. We watched it as a family. Yeah, I think we did, sir. No. Yes. Yes, we're back. 2003. Carrie, we're bad parents. No. You were three years no. old. No, terrible not parents, in 2003. She not wasn't 12. Man, you can watch movies <laughs> after they come out. Carrie doesn't understand that. She thinks they're, they're shown one time. The whole world has to watch them. And then they burn the coffee. Never gonna, never gonna. <laughs> yeah, Dad. She doesn't understand movies. Dad, we probably watched it when we, we you know, we were... When whatever. I could, you know, grasp memories. <laughs> oh, Aaron, you were three. I know she wasn't. Know. She was four. Yeah, I was four. I was, I was three. Sorry. Okay, well, thank you, Carrie, for that. Thank you for that interesting story. And thank me for a thumbs up for identity. I'm glad that this didn't turn into a big deal. I mean, <laughs> a fight. No. We were I mean, able to I, I calmly think it's, talk I agree. About I think it's a real thing. I just think it's extraordinarily rare, and I think it's been a lot of fraud. Not just mistakes, but fraud involved in it in its history in the eighties and the nineties. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot I'm, of willful ignorance yes, when it comes to it. Yeah, I think people are very incredibly quick to judge when it comes to anything to do with mental illness. True, and they're true, very true. ready to judge. I'm and saying dismiss. true, not realizing that Aaron is actually <laughs> condemning me right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you, Kara. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> tell, did you already tell us where to find yeah, it? Yeah, tell, tell, tell us where to find it. Well, Aaron, you can find us at Weird World Podcast. This is just for Aaron, by the way. Go yes. yes. No, no, nobody go up. to these web Plug your ears and go, la, 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 la. Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, weirdworldpodcast at gmail.com, and weirdworldpod on Twitter. Thank you, Carrie. You're welcome. Until next time, please... Do weird things. Recycle. I don't know. Okay, bye. See ya. Bye. Recycle. Me. You mean like go on like a bike? Is that what you mean? No, recycle. Oh, oh recycle. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Um.